she'll like pour him a glass of water, still or sparkling, and then drop in a few pure, pure, few, pure, drop in a few, fute, fruit. Oh my god! Hi, and welcome to episode ninety-five, a special twenty nineteen year in review episode of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. I've got kids there, five, seven, and nine, or ten, five, seven, mm-hmm. and ten. Yeah. Ten? Ugh, can't. Mm-hmm. Our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And we thought, kind of like last year, we would put together a special year in review episode as a way to celebrate all we've learned, the laughs, successes, the not so successes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) over the past year. Yeah, we're also putting together a best of 2019 list of recipes um, that you're going to get in the email newsletter this week, Mm -hmm. which is so fun. And we're going to go over them a little bit in this episode, too, because sometimes, you know, Kate, we listen, we cook so much, 52 weeks here. Yeah. That's kind of like, what what were your favorites is a question we get a lot. So this is kind of a fun time of year to answer that. Uh, So if you haven't already, make sure to sign up for our newsletter on the website at dinnersisters.com and Kate will send you that email out every every Monday morning it goes out and this this mm-hmm. week it will be with our special 2019 year in review list. Yeah, I haven't decided if I'm just to do the regular Monday and then like a special one on the first. I mean, oh, I'd like okay. to say it was some some big marketing campaign Betsy, but it may just be how much I'm able to get done. So we'll see. Fair, fair. I like it. TBD mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> but I always send it out and you can either use our website or you can join our Facebook, um, go to our Facebook page, which is at Dinner Sisters Podcast. There's a button there on the left hand side um, and you can sign up either way. All right, Kate, let's head down memory lane 2019. Mm. So sometimes things just don't work out the way we had hoped. Yeah, if you're like a long time-ish listener to the podcast, you might remember and have an idea of what's coming up next. The salt-baked fish Mm. from episode 60, which just um, didn't go as planned. An epic fail, one might say. (laughs) My kids definitely said that. Let's take a listen. I bake it. I pull it out to the table. We crack the salt off. We've got these two. They're smaller fish. These brands even yeah. are smaller, right? Which is why I had sort of supplemented it. And I take it off. And Brian's like, is that fish not gutted? What is going on? <gasps> yes. So I had not gutted the fish because it's like one small word of this recipe, which is actually – super crucial to not ruining the whole dish so Oof. if you uh are, are attempting this like make sure you get your fish it's just an important part of it or have it gutted scales on gutted i guess is uh is the way to yeah go. so so i think mm, key takeaway for this mm-hmm. might be that uh, Gosh, 
Um, yeah, I, I think buying a whole fish is something that not all of us do all the time. I think mm-hmm. you and I come from not coastal areas. Correct. Where you may not be able to buy a whole fish all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think this is just, I am so sorry. That sounds awful. Branzino, usually you do gut them and then they're like grilled because they're kind of a little bit, of, they're a little fish. Yeah. And so like everyone would get their own Branzino that's kind of grilled and then you kind of pick at it kind of thing. Yes. We, yeah. I just have to say, this was not, this was not a shining moment. And then, you know, as we're like pulling this out and there's guts and like Grant is, says, I have to leave the room. I can't. <laughs> I can't watch this. And so it was just one of those you were just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, So anyways, that's how the fish went. I don't know. What did you – for me. So we actually ended up not um, eating this fish. Kate, I have to say that one was the one that kind of like burned the most this year. It was just Mm – that stung. Mm -hmm. That took me a little bit to get over. Yep. Yep. Proud of you. Proud yeah. of you. Uh-huh. And the further along we get in the podcast, the more I'm appreciating things that work out and, you know, things that don't. So every once in a while, you just have one that stings. Ugh. All right. So for this next section, I thought we could have a little fun with some outtakes. Podcasting at home can be difficult between the families and the dogs and the technology. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So you and I have like a standing recording date Wednesday evenings around 8.30 p.m. So what we do every time you and I get yourself situated with a beverage of choice all the mm-hmm. way from LaCroix to sometimes actually just hard liquor on the rocks. Really depends yeah. upon the week, you know, not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, it it definitely can be some some weeks super smooth, other weeks not so much. And it takes us quite a bit to get through an episode. It'd be crazy. Is there a dog down there? Uh, there is. It's Marley. She wants to get in. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Marley. <sighs> she's You can do whatever you want, Marley. Like, There's a door in between us. <laughs> Unacceptable. Between you and me. You and my love. Yeah. <laughs> she can hear me talk. That's the thing too. She's like, oh, yeah. oh I can hear you and I'm not and I can't get in. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Come on. Just let her settle. She's gonna be- there. We go. Okay. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> flop. I did flop. hear the turning yeah. and the flop. <laughs> now we're ready. Inspiration to make your time in the kitchen or at the dinner table that much easier. What is that noise? If you, it is. There is. Someone keep some fire truck keeps going back and oh, forth. I through it, it sounds like a horror, like a yeah. Um, they just keep was, going back and forth. So did you have a little dinging. What was that? I know. I'm sorry. It was my stupid bedtime funny. alarm. Oh my um, god. Okay. All right. Well, let's get going. No, it doesn't. I don't know why it doesn't half an hour before. Like I set a bedtime so that it shuts down my apps so I don't like be oh, on Instagram nice. until midnight because yeah. I'm yeah. an addict. Yeah. All right. When do you want me to start here? I'm just going to make a solid recommendation for our favorite Christmas bread, which our mom made for us growing up. Sorry. Grant? Unacceptable. That's a lot of noise. What? Oh, <laughs> did you just come in in the basement? I just came in right here. Ah, darn it. Okay. It's okay. fine. We're going to be done in a second. It's just, sorry. 
Grant's been wandering around his tidy whities making noise. <laughs> okay. What is he trying to be like Poppy? I don't know what he's trying. Okay. So start with the Christmas birds. <laughs> All right. Well, we also wanted to make sure we thank our guests this year. We could not have done it without you. We've interviewed and had on so many folks from Tara, who joins us from her cookbook reviews, to the latest guest of Katie Parla in our latest interview. I mean, it just is what makes our podcast that much more rich and special. So a big, big thanks. We also want to thank all of you, dear listeners. When we started this little podcast, we did not dream, like even dare to dream, that so many people would want to listen in and hear my sister and I talk about dinner every week. I mean, it's amazing. Truly, you have made our lives richer. Definitely one of the benefits is that you and I are cooking like great dinners three nights a week Mm -hmm. thanks to your like excellent meal planning. But it would be so incredibly lonely if we were doing that and not sharing and talking and seeing what other people are doing. And just this year, especially, I was so happy to see people's birthday cakes and special occasion oh, dinners nice. and weeknight recipe recommendations. And we just um, I feel like our, our listener community really grew in a way that was amazing this year. So thank you all for that. All right, Kate, I thought we'd wrap it up today by talking about our favorites from the year. What were your favorite uh, three weeknight dinners from the episodes this year? Yeah, so usually I read the scripts and you fill it in and that's our routine. And this time you wrote the script because you were like doing all the work with the the episode and stuff. And I was like, oh, great, my favorite dinners. And then um, pick some that are not maybe weeknight dinners, Betsy. Not many, not maybe. Yeah, so this should be weeknight (laughs) dinners parentheses from kate right you know use it your your own discretion proceed with caution proceed with caution yeah yeah exactly but i mean i really did like these so if you do end up making them i don't think you'll be sorry yeah so i'm trying to say yeah okay so my top three were from episode 50 which is a dinner party which is sausage meatballs with stewed beans from jewel's kitchen it's just like such a winter comfort dish and i've Mm -hmm. been just waiting for it to be cool enough to make this again so it was so good it's like stewed beans and the and the you know delicious savory meatballs such a hit not super weeknight friendly not gonna lie um the next one, also not super weeknight friendly, is Sajana's Momo Dumplings from episode 63. Mm-hmm. So unless, like, you're home at 3 p.m. and you yeah. want to eat at, like, 6.30, that's maybe, a weeknight. Maybe if you've made these ahead of time and then have frozen them and we'll be yeah. on a weeknight. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also say the same thing for the chickpea orzo salad with harissa eggplant from 82. Because yeah. if you have that in, this, in, in the fridge... That's mm. delightful. And I loved that. That was so good. I made that, that twice. That was Delicious. really good. And now that you like say that again, I'm like, ooh, yes. Maybe I should yeah. make that. Uh, that's but so that's good. Like a meal prep one. You could make yeah. that on a Sunday. Okay. All right. But yeah. it's not a kind of getting nope. home at six o'clock and feeding your family deal. Sure isn't. Sure isn't, Betsy. So why don't you give us your top three actual weeknight meals? From the past year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I picked. Um, so episode 83, we did uh, a paprika pork from Taste of Home. And that was just queuing mm. up a pork loin with like this creamy paprika sauce. And it was so easy over some egg noodles. And I just discovered how easy it was to make cream sauce. Lots of things about that that I loved. Super it was quick. delicious. Delicious. I mean – winner home run there i also liked the episode 49 spicy braised tofu 
by Mang Chi. And this is maybe a little bit more involved, but it's just a stovetop thing. You're really just, you know, kind of cutting the tofu up, tossing it with some spices, and also makes really, really amazing leftovers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she writes in the recipe that this is something that people take in lunch boxes often in Korea. So you make kind of a bigger batch. Yeah, also amazing. And I loved it and simple. My last one, episode 65, was the Korean beef tacos. Oh, good call. I have made that many times. Yes. And we've heard from a lot of people that that was really great and they've made it. It also comes with like this caramelized little recipe for some caramelized Mm -hmm. kimchi um, topping on there. Delicious. That was a flavor discovery for me this year, Kate. Yes. Um, So those were my top three, the paprika pork. The spicy bread tofu, braised tofu, and the Korean beef tacos. Yeah, we'll put all the links to all those in our newsletter and then also on our website. So don't worry if you didn't catch it all. We'll we'll make sure you have access to that. Mm-hmm. So if you're actually going to do some project cooking beyond the recipes that I referenced, yeah. you know, we've, we do have some favorite actual like, big projects, um, even bigger than maybe the ones that I talked about. And so we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about those. My favorite project had to have been making the best cold chicken for episode 73, which was Mm -hmm. a picnic dinner episode. And I think it was because, I mean, the chicken was good. It was like crispy. It was like this mahogany color. It was so flavorful and and juicy, even the day, the next day, which is when we made it for a picnic lunch. But, you know, I made it for this trip to a water park with the whole family, with your kids, with our brother, Carl, and you and I all in the van going to this water park. And then we had this delicious chicken for, for lunch. It was like 80 degrees in, the, in mom's kitchen when I made it. Yeah, so it was hot. hot. Mm-hmm. So hot. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing with my life when I made it? But I'm so glad I did. It was a delicious recipe. And, and I'm thinking like, maybe I can, you know, repeat that in years to come. Yeah, that's great. And I remember we recorded that episode together in Oshkosh. We did. In our parents' yeah. basement, like next to the washer and dryer Oh gosh! Yes, remember that? Yeah, that was we kept whole... trying to find a place that was quiet, and there's just no place that's quiet there. No, no that place was, that was tricky no at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so hands down, my favorite cooking project this year. I did love that chicken, but as we know, if you listen to the episode, I didn't actually make the chicken. I kind of watched Kate yeah. make it, so I couldn't do that one. <laughs> I'm going to say the dumplings, which you picked as one mm. of your weeknight favorites, but mm-hmm. I'm going to put it where it appropriately belongs, <laughs> which is project cooking. And learning how to use the bamboo, the dumpling steamer, which was great. Episode 63, if you go back and listen, is all about dumplings. I had my friend Melanie over one morning. We made these dumplings. We made enough for lunch and then some to take home. You know, it's funny because I I do catch up with my friend Melanie a lot over coffee or for a drink or we just go do things. But this was just a really different way to connect. And in the end, Hmm. we had food to feed our families and put in our freezers. And I'll tell you, sometimes I get a little sad that we live kind of far away from our family. All of us siblings are sort of spread out. Yeah. Food traditions like this where you're making like a big batch of food sometimes feels like something you miss out on if your family's not close, right? Definitely. I thought, you know what? I just did it with a friend. And that like really filled up my cup to make dumplings with a friend. And that was something that I learned this year was – you know, to do some project cooking with someone and just kind of get out of our normal routines. And it made both the cooking and the like friendship experience that much nicer. So I love that. I love that. 
So let's wrap it up with cookbooks, which are also a friend thing that we did with our friend Tara. Mm -hmm. We produced, I cannot believe it, eight cookbook review episodes this year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Betsy, did you have a favorite? Yeah, I'll start with my favorites. And I decided to go with Zaytoon and also with Yasmin Khan and Bread Toast and Crumbs. So I like Zaytoon because it was such a beautiful book. It's very fresh, very veg heavy in an extremely approachable ways. The recipes aren't fussy. And I felt like I kept going back to that book for ideas. And everything just feels like really healthy and fresh and easy coming out Mm -hmm. of there. Bread Toast Crumbs. I have just made so much bread this year because of that book. You really have. You like more like I don't know who you are anymore. You've made so much bread. I know. I made so many of those little (laughs) loaves of bread. Uh, Mm -hmm. My family loved it. I loved it. I think my whole household is happier because this book came into (laughs) our life. (laughs) I got to agree with you. Zaytun was a clear winner for me this year. It was on my short list of books that I go back to. Even, you know, you and I are cooking for the podcast all the time. And just with a small household, like, I don't have a lot of space for other recipes Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my life, right? So um, uh, that is one that I keep going back to every so often. And I really love it. It's got very solid, very flavorful recipes. But, you know, for me, it's the stories in the book that put it over the top. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got that history in there. And I thought that was just so, so fun and so interesting. It's also probably why I liked Indianish so much, which is my other favorite book by Priya Krishna. Um, Her recipes were all so incredibly delicious and tempting. Her, like... Indian food with a little bit of American food influence in there, um, but also the stories, right? Stories mm-hmm. of her mom, her family, um, and just like her dad's chapter on yogurt is hilarious. Yeah, it's like it was. cracks me up. So funny. And I still have some recipes in there bookmarked. So for me, the, the standout combo of the stories and the recipes is really, really the kicker. That's why I loved them so much. All right, Kate. That's it for our year in review. A full year. Mm-hmm. 2019 Woo. episode. So we're going to start the new year off right with some kind of simple ep- simple recipes. We're going low key, low budget for the first couple weeks here. We're loving it. And I think you'll love it too. Also coming up the year ahead, we've got some cookbook reviews planned. First up, we have Midwest Baking by Shauna Severs. Seen some recipes in there that look awfully familiar. So I'm looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. And if you have any suggestions for 2020, like programming, recipes, cookbooks, general feedback, all of that good stuff, please send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Now is kind of the time that Kate and I set aside to make mm-hmm. some changes or tweak things or just really consider Take stock. all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to send out a listener survey this year, and you'll get that if you're signed up for the email list. So keep an eye out. Yeah, you can always join our Facebook group and weigh in there because that's no one's afraid to share their opinion in there, which I think is amazing. I think it's so great. If you just go to our page at Dinner Sisters Podcast, you can request to join and we will let you in for sure. Unless you're some sort of like bot selling vacation homes, which we had a problem Mm -hmm. over. Uh, (laughs) We would love to have you. One last reminder, you can get our end of the year flyer if you sign up for our newsletter. You can do that at our website, dinnersisters.com or go to our Facebook page, this little button on the left, sign up for our newsletter. All right, so that's what's for dinner this year, Kate. We will Ah. see you in 2020 on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Can we ask a New Year's favor? If you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. Clicking on those stars really matters for the podcast's visibility and rankings. 
And that's just how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Boom. Last one of the year in the bag.